0: 10 shows, 50 shows, 100 shows, fuck it man, let's just not even discuss it man, OMG, got a problem, I ain't tripping, I'ma send an email, I ain't tripping, I'ma let them speak, I can tell you how it started, I can tell you about the show, started as a joke first, I can tell you that they never cursed. try to tell a parent that, of course, it's just a lie though, listen to the show, what you think? I was playing episodes since I was 18. I make songs for them. Ain't never clean. All All right, sometimes it seems to be reflected. Now this is 10 shows, 50 shows, 100 shows. Fuck it, man. Let's just not even discuss it, man. OMG. Got a problem. I ain't tripping. I'ma send an email. I ain't tripping. I'ma let them speak. Whoa. Yeah. The reason it sounded like Drake is because it was a Drake parody. It was not. That was not Drake. It was... Somebody named Aubrey Graham. That's Drake. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, dude, that is Drake. Hey. Okay, I'm just reading the email now. Hey, oh my, my name's God, Aubrey, uh, oh my A.K.A. God. Drake, oh, he likes our show. <laughs> a long time fan. A long time. <laughs> Did a parody of my Did... song. It's called. It's a ten bands. It's about how you this... make girls dance for cash. Oh my God! And he wants me to. Did know... Drake sign it? Seize the cheese. <laughs> he said, "Seize the cheese." Love Aubrey, 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 A.K.A. Gra- Drake. Drake, Drizzy. <laughs> oh Does my... he know Game Boy? <laughs> uh... Oh, you know what? Just rereading it. It's actually by Justin Goncalves. Still cool. Yeah, Justin. Still good. What do you think of the name Gustin for Justin Goncalves? Isn't it Goncalves? I don't remember. That's why I wanted to just combine it into one. Easy to pronounce, Gustin. Then it's like he's, it's kind of a cool name because like a gust of wind is like a cool amount because it like blows shit over. Gust and, of wind is the coolest amount of yeah, wind, yeah. Other than gale, then about squall. What about a, ga- what? <laughs> what a remolina, which is a small tornado? What's it called? A remolina. That's <laughs> well, obviously not the coolest kind of wind, I think it's most beautiful. Um, but he wants us to shout out his new YouTube channel called Mario World Vlogs. So thanks to Justin. And sure, check out his YouTube channel, Mario World Vlogs. Why not? I just go there and it's anti-Semitic fluff snuff films, and I, I'm and I'm endorsing it in and, between and, and fluff pieces about I don't know Nazism or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys rock, says Justin. Hey, you rock, Justin. I think the hardest part about rapping would be to like be to have such bravado. I would feel like kind of I don't know. I'm more I'm more self-deprecating. I couldn't like rap about being the coolest guy in the room. That's why Kendrick says be humble yeah but then it's like in the same thing he's like Obama's paging me so like he's not being humble he's, he's urging you to be humble and you should who's the most humble rap star I guess Lil Dicky mm. he raps about having a small dick or Meek Mill cause, <laughs> <laughs> cause he's he's weak he's meek yeah you and little- Meek Mill. <laughs> yeah, we don't know a lot of Meek Mill songs, but I imagine they're like, "Yo, I'm, I'm afraid to come meek. out of the my room because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so weak and Ooh, tired. I don't like loud noises. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's Meek Mill. I think we just started a <laughs> <The it>. beef. <laughs> He's gonna fucking come after us yeah. now. He's gonna beef with Drake us. Drake did back to back, and uh, and we did. Uh, <laughs> I'm Meek Mill. <laughs> i'm a meek little mill who did it better uh probably drake that's fair uh this is if i were you the only advice podcast on the web hosted by us i'm amir i'm josh um tickets still available to our live shows in austin i should say that right off the bat and in canada Mm. vancouver canada uh winnipeg and calgary that is not in the order that we're going in? No, I like to make it difficult to remember right. and hard to pronounce. We are. You said the city we were starting in first, mm, mm-hmm. and then and then I took a weird long we were, pause. No, you, yeah, the city that we were ending in first, uh-huh. then long pause long between pause. the city that we are starting in. Yep. right in the middle. Yep. And then the middle city, and last. then Calgary. Yeah, yeah. I, I pronounced it incorrectly too, which is kind of fun. That's uh, cool. So you can go uh, to ifireeshow dot to see us live and do that stuff. Uh, but for now, we have questions to answer in a non-live version, the kind where it's just me and you in a room. This My is, favorite. Yeah, this is the good kind. We're, we don't have to, like, tailor to fucking guests. Like, yeah. oh, what are you up to? Oh, That's how's true. it going? You're <laughs> drinking a coffee. I have a LaCroix. And it's fine. And I don't, it's, yeah. Because it's, 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 it's 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's right. And we're getting amped. And we're nude. To go for we are a greasy, jog. oiled. It's still dark out and we don't have to be friendly to anyone. We don't have to say, oh, my God, it's been so long. What are you up yeah. to? We could be nasty little boys the way that we are. <laughs> yeah. We I'm could. A, I'm a nasty child tonight. <laughs> what? I'm such a nasty child tonight. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you going to do? Um, I'm just going to be sort of like a, a, a dickling, devilish little impy boy. Oh, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want you to do that either. Yeah, well, I'm going to be hanging <laughs> around you, causing a bit of a ruckus and a small scene. Um, a Ray Molina for the night, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I won't. Uh, here's a question about wedding etiquette that I mm. thought you could uh, you could have a level of expertise on with your oh, wedding. Yeah. How um, perfect. And all day long and all evening long, I get into vile arguments with my fiance and her family and my family about the wedding. So, why, why, I, why, the one hour respite I have, why wouldn't I want to talk about weddings? You get into fights with your Let's fiance. Let's just answer the question. Family. I don't want to get into the, the personal shit. Uh, will you be able to separate it? Because it sounds like you're just ready to vent or something. Will we get separated? <laughs> no, it's not what I Is said. Is that what you. <laughs> Dude, just just ask the question. You're turning this into this weird expose. Like I said something nasty about my fiance. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't try to say that. <laughs> but now I think that you did. Uh, all right, this is a guy's name. What's your fiance's dad's name, for example? Full name. I'm not gonna give you his <laughs> fucking full. It's Jack Martin, and I really <laughs> hate that you ask. Uh, Jack writes, what's up, men? Jack Martin's actually um Marty's dad <laughs> <laughs> really? I <laughs> yeah. thought marty's Marty's full name is Martin Martin. no, yeah. I thought Mar- I thought Mike was Marty his first name or his last name I thought it was Michael Martin, oh, so his first name is Michael, and we call him Marty, yeah got it Michael Martin and his dad Jack Martin right uh i have recently found myself in quite a precarious situation my cousin is getting married in a few weeks and he graciously gave every single one of my family members a plus one to the wedding i am one of four boys and three of them are all going to bring their girlfriend to the wedding i being the heterosexual without a girlfriend decided i would um decided i would use my plus one to bring my best friend in the whole world greg However, <laughs> when I told my dad about this, he said I, um, "He said it was wrong and that I, quote, shouldn't bring a plus one if I'm not romantically involved with them. What the fuck? It says plus one, dad, not plus one person that you're fucking. What should I do? Should I convince my dad that my cousin would be cool with me bringing every, uh, anyone? Or should I tell my dad that I'm gay and that my friend is actually my boyfriend? Any help would be greatly appreciated with love. Jack, Jack, you asshole. It's really fun to hear somebody that's so clearly wrong be like, what the fuck? I can't bring Greg. Is that a rule though? It's not a rule, but it's, I mean, it's an etiquette question. Yeah. You You get a plus one for a significant other. Oh, but you can't bring a friend. No, it's not like weddings are, as someone who's planning them, they cost hundreds of dollars per person. So a plus one is like, and if you are also going to be marrying somebody soon, if you have a companion, I'm going to be nice enough to pay for their dinner as well. But it's not like oh, if if uh if Greg doesn't come, the like the plate gets it's it's money you're asking this cousin <laughs> to spend for your buddy. Yeah. But if what's the difference if it's like a new girlfriend or my lifetime best friend, Greg? I think even if if he's like you could have a plus one, like you could invite a date to a wedding but it is i think it is it's bad etiquette to bring so you can your, invite a first a date to a wedding and that's less um wrong than inviting your best friend basically yes. the wedding has to help you get laid otherwise the cash isn't worth it it's, i th- love is in the air and it can't <laughs> just be for you and greg trolling on the bridesmaids well i'm actually gay for greg all right, then the next wedding we plan is for you and Greg. <laughs> Good then. Congratulations. This is the plot of I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, right? <laughs> Chuck just wanted to bring Larry to his cousin's wedding, and he had to convince his dad that he was gay for it. Would you, would you ask to do that? Uh, no, nah, I, I don't know. I guess I'd rather bring a first or second date as like a fun date story than to bring my best friend Greg. Mm-hmm. But if I really wanted to bring my friend Greg... Can you ask the cousin or the cousin have to politely say yes? I guess that's the other other part about etiquette. Um, The cousin would probably – you're putting it on somebody else. Yeah, it's like just ask. It's like, no, well, if I ask, then the cousin will feel bad and he'll say yes. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like it's impolite to even ask. It's impolite to even consider. (laughs) But if you have a plus one – they're counting on somebody. What does it matter if it's a girlfriend or a dude? I don't know. It's, But it's not like plus one to a holiday party. I will give like Mike Carnell comes as my plus one to the IAC or maybe it was the Jeff was his and mine was Dave, whatever. But like yeah, I've done that. Friends, friends and friends. Because it's a buffet like, style. The yeah. company's foot in the bill. But if it is like a celebration of family and love and you just want to bring your best friend, you should be around your cousin, you know? So let me ask you this. You invited people to your wedding, or you will invite people to your wedding. Mm -hmm. One of them breaks up with the girlfriend a month out. Let's say Jeff Rosenberg breaks up with his girlfriend a month away. Mm -hmm. Does he have a plus one? No, I get the money back. So he says... Uh, she dumped me, man. She fucking dumped me. And then you're like, all right, don't invite anybody else. I'm going to get that money back. Or is it like too late? I already locked in 200 people come to my wedding. Now I have to fill that seat with somebody else. Uh, I mean, the seat, he no longer has a plus one. The seat is empty, but then I would invite another single person. Oh, interesting. So you, you've been like a last minute invite to a wedding before, haven't you? I know I have. Yeah. But is that last minute invite in lieu of uh, a person bringing a plus one? Um, I don't know. but I like, always assumed it was a single person dropping out. And yeah, if, if a lover too. dropped out, then that person got to, like, it's like you're giving two invitations to Jeff and now he has to fill that slot rather because than you have to fill the slot. It would be a little different if Jeff broke up with somebody because, like, he's at the, like, the groomsman table. So, like... It's not like if he didn't have a girlfriend anymore, then I would just like, basically my, you, another random person that would also sit at our table. It, would, I, it is like Jeff, that is Jeff's plus one. That's for his plus one. Are you getting money back day of cancellation? Uh, as long as it's before, I think it's two weeks out, is, I give him the final list and that's what and I pay for everybody that two weeks, two out. weeks out. So b- before if a breakup happens before two weeks out, then you can get that money back. Yeah. if if somebody if somebody reached out and they were like, Hey, I don't have a boyfriend anymore, um, but I'll try to find a plus one for your wedding. I would be like, uh, Don't worry about that. You don't have you don't have a plus one anymore. <laughs> All right. So that's a good rule. So let's say this is over two weeks out. He can tell him that he doesn't need the plus one. He can get the money back. If it's yeah. under two weeks out, it's too late. I say you, you might as well bring Greg. <laughs> I guess. I still don't think that you should bring Greg because everybody, everybody that, <laughs> I think most people will think that's weird. <laughs> that's true. But so does like, that mean he shouldn't bring it? Well, if you want to have, if you want to <laughs> be like well-liked by your friends and family at this wedding and like try to hit on people and uh, enjoy yourself, then I think you might as well not bring Greg because you and Greg will be You can ostracized. hit on people. <laughs> Like, oh, Greg, who do you know here? Uh, yeah, it's, it, I'm the cousin's plus one. <laughs> I'm his boy. I'm his buddy. <laughs> you should leave, man. That salmon you're eating cost $185. I get that. No, I get that. But I will dance pretty well, so it'll make up for it in the long run. I guess as just as somebody that's planning a wedding, it's like, there's so much that goes into it. I've, as... As I've gotten older I've realized more and more how much thought and time and effort and detail has gone into a wedding and I appreciate it. When I was little I thought it was just like oh this is a big crazy party and like the more the merrier. But there's like there is seating arrangements there's you know the, the works have gone into it. Do you feel like you're planning a celebration for yourself? Uh it's half for me or I guess a <laughs> quarter. It feels like it's it's like, do you feel self-conscious or, like, you're uh, self-centered planning this thing for yourself? Or do you feel like, oh, no, I'm doing this for other people? Oh, I guess I think that I'm – I don't feel self-conscious doing it. I feel like – Like, uh- you don't feel like a bratty little kid being like, and then there's going to be a banner that says, Jake, and it has to be big and gold, and I'll right. pay for it. That Those parts I don't because that part is what I'm planning for Jill. Uh-huh. And then, like, the par- the part – I feel stressed being like – I hope this is good. I hope it's fun. I hope the DJ is. I like. We chose the DJ and we like tried really hard to choose a good one. So if like people get there and he's just play, he plays like. But you tell him what to play, don't you? You do, but then they can go off the fucking rails. <laughs> like. Like don't worry, I got this. If you get there and he just and he starts playing uh, the electric slide, (laughs) like everybody would just look at me and I'd be like, I don't know, I didn't put that on the playlist. (laughs) What if everyone's fucking loving it though? The adults are dancing. I did, but like that's the that's the pressure that I feel is that like some choice that I made that I thought was going to be cool, everybody else will think is lame. I wonder if it's hard to enjoy your own wedding because you're constantly thinking about that. Yeah, I, I I imagine it's sort of the way I feel at like a house party, which is like too frenetic and like caught up in like seeing so many people. That yeah, you have to walk you. around and you like don't to get to eat. Mm-hmm. You can do that thing where you're at, at the table by yourself. Yeah, I, I. Oh no, the sweetheart table. Yeah, no, we're doing like a uh, last Last Supper style table. Oh, that's good. A, a yeah, twelve top. That's good. It's always weird when they're just at their own table. Yeah, I agree. Huh. So it's gonna we're gonna be at the center and then flanked by the bride and groom parties and I the Judas (laughs) oh that's right I will (laughs) be standing behind me with a knife in my (laughs) back booing my brother's speech wanting to do a Jake and Amir skit in front of Jill's grandmother (laughs) and like the last supper uh, the entire meal will be Passover a Passover Seder Mm -hmm. there will be a Maror course or bitter herbs and and it will be the last supper that Mm. you were invited to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, here's a non-wedding related question I hate to open up all these wounds for you. Yeah, uh, I should. I would do a wedding podcast. Oh, that's a good one. And it would stop when you you already started a second podcast. You want to start a third? Yeah, actually, I guess I I I, I don't. Can't you just have Hard One Surefoot get married in your fucking make em up. Hard One Surefoot <laughs> is forever a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listened to my D&D podcast, you'd know that. Oh, yeah. According to the Reddit, he's kind of bisexual, right? Sure. <laughs> he was caught masturbating under a table, and he got kicked out of a, a what is it called? A, a bar, but the like... The Yeah. <laughs> Dwarf. <laughs> I want to talk to you more about D&D, because he did play for six <laughs> hours the other night. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That yeah. is very true. Uh, all right. But we got to get to questions. Uh, so this is a 16-year-old Jew. We'll call him Aaron That is very Jewish. (laughs) Hi, I'm Aaron, a 16-year-old Jew, and my friend, who is kind of odd, but is generally a homeboy, brewed about five gallons or so of banana wine. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, banana wine. All my friends and I thought it was hilarious and that it would be terrible, but we recently got to sample it, and it's wacky good. Anyway, he isn't interested in drinking, but he is happy to hook myself up and the boys hook up myself and the boys this would be a perfect situation except for one thing his parents were totally fine with him making it but i don't think he's even allowed to drink it let alone distribute it to his friends how can he discreetly hook us up with this delicious nana drink without his parents finding out he gave it to us because if they noticed some of it was gone and they asked him he would definitely squeal as he is kind of a square and his parents might even tell mine how can we pull this off please let me know if you have any ideas what a weird question yeah, I, I, I don't really fully understand what the hell's going on. I just thought it was funny that he made a banana wine. A oh, banana wine. I would try banana wine. Yeah. I love bananas. It's, I mean, I have no idea what banana wine... For all I know, it's like barely alcoholic (laughs) these kids are 12 it's also weird that the 16 year old parents are like yeah you can make wine but don't drink it or give it to anyone yeah i get i mean make the wine and dump it away like if your kid was like if you were a a parent and your kid was interested in fermentation you would i I, you can't be like no you can't do that because it's i would say it's better than drugs but he's basically making a drug he's making alcohol right but i think i would rather have my kid making the drugs than stealing them from our liquor cabinet yeah, but then he's going to give it to his it's like, friends. It's like, that's like the new rule of like, you can party, but you have to do it at our house. Yeah. So you can party, but you have to do it at our, at our house. And you have to make your own banana yeah. wine as yeah. like a science experiment. You can do shrooms, but you have to grow them in your own closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> because that's also not legal. So how can you pull this off? I guess you drink a small amount of it mm-hmm. and replace it with banana water. Oh, or just have him make banana juice. Why does it have to be wine? It's. I mean, can't you just make more? You just drink all of it and replace it with more homebrewed banana wine. What color do you imagine banana wine to be? Yeller, like white wine. How it's, yeller? Yeah. <laughs> so like the goldenness of a white wine, or and a thick, like a thick cream, like a, like a corn chowder. <laughs> I see. So almost a thick beige. banana mead. Yeah, which is actually what Hard One ate. At the uh, dwarfenage, right? Oh, that's good. <laughs> What's his name? Hardwin World. or some shit like that. Hard won. <laughs> because everything he comes by, he had to win his, <laughs> uh, himself, and he had to do it hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, you would say this shit to Hardwin's face. He's six foot six. <laughs> And he has three axes on his purse, four axes. On six his foot per. six. The figurine you're having made is just two inches tall. <laughs> yeah, but it's, <laughs> he, he still has four axes. <laughs> and actually I'm currently in the process of making a life-sized one. Yeah. Because he does that, he towers over other figurines. Smaller figurines. Yeah, way bigger it. than the dice. Um, so the key here is to make the wine, drink the wine, And then, I don't know. Replace the wine. Replace the wine with other wine. I feel like if you only like drinking it because it's tasty and not because it gets you fucked up, that everybody's parents are going to be okay with you guys having like a glass. It's illegal to drink when you're under 21, but is it illegal to make wine when you're under 21? Let's sick the fucking feds after this. This this, this bootlegger. This this moonshiner. (laughs) making fucking toilet wine out of bananas in That's his own right. bathroom. Uh all right, good luck. Didn't you say you used to replace alcohol with water in liquor yeah. cabinets? Yeah. My my parents drank so little that like I w- we would replace we, we would be watering down our own vodka that we would like continually steal. We would steal half a bottle of vodka, water it down and then like we would need to drink we would need to steal it again but we were just stealing the watered down vodka which is probably fine because yeah. you got less drunk and less sick and we kept it in the freezer at my parents ha- house and eventually like the the bottle froze right i was like i know <laughs> but this is water now mm, very good all right sherlock what are you gonna do ground me yes i am gonna do that okay so very... what i can't go outside now <laughs> what if i do anyway Then then I'm grounded grounded more. Yeah. All right. you take away, what, my phone? (laughs) All right. Then I'll sit in my room. Jesus. What's with the third degree, Dad? (laughs) Uh, I really did have so much power. You just turn off my phone at any time. (laughs) Smoke me out of my hole. What if I just couldn't live at home? I'd need to be near mother. (laughs) You mustn't take mother away from me. Don't take me away from mommy. (laughs) Take my phone, but not my mother privileges. (laughs) Mommy. He's being angry to your loved one, your prized little possession. (laughs) Don't let him hurt your baby, mother. (laughs) Wah, wah. (laughs) Your sweet baby boy. This is you at 17. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's take a break. Thanks to sponsors. We'll be back with more questions and answers and maybe some unsolicited advice. Oh, snap. And we've returned. Hola. It's time for some unsolicited (laughs) advice. mom i'm coming (laughs) they forgot the best part (laughs) Uh, let me see who wrote that i already forget i i meant to look it up but we got a second unsolicited advice theme song stinger um, somebody mentioned that it sounded like when you said it, it sounded like the Mario theme song. Uh-huh, so, all right. so she combined the two. Cool. Uh, Let's unsolicited advice. Uh, uh, hold, hold it. Sure. As long as you need, you just let me know. Might be an hour. All right. I don't have anywhere to be. Well, yeah, I'm good. Olivia. It was Olivia who wrote it. Hey, thanks. Uh, here's my unsolicited advice for the week. Go on. Oat milk. All right. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. There's a new non-dairy alternative in town. Forget everything you knew about almond milk, soy milk, and coconut milk. There is no hemp or cashew anymore. That's right. It's all about oat is the goat. (laughs) Oat milk is the goat milk, and I'll tell you why. And what about goat milk? That would also be the oat milk. Nice. Uh, it's unlike, unlike its nutty alternatives. I find oat milk to be uh, just as creamy and delicious as milk without the nuttiness of it. Because almond milk kind of tastes like almonds to me and cashew milk tastes like cashews. And then there's like macadamia and it all kind of a little bit tastes like nut water. Mm. oat milk that is such a (laughs) that's like a that sounds like a sleepover prank yeah nut water (laughs) oh dude you got nut water (laughs) Uh, then I went to a blue bottle and I noticed they had something called oat milk and I'm like what's that and they're like they basically make it out of oats strain it blend it whatever I'm like oh this is great I'll go to a supermarket and buy it and the barista said they don't make it in supermarkets they don't sell it in stores you have to make it yourself (laughs) and then she disappeared and then she milked me (laughs) (laughs) she made me come into a iced latte. (laughs) I couldn't believe my dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's not oat milk. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's the nut water I was talking about earlier. (laughs) Ah, good. Very Uh, good. Oatly is the product. Not paid to endorse it, but I did go online and do some research, and uh, it's uh, oatly.com. And indeed, for whatever reason, they're not selling it in stores, maybe because it's too hard, maybe because they're trying to create some sort of cool artificial scarcity where you can't really get your product, and you got to buy it by the case, which is six cartons of their oat milk. Uh, I ordered online, kept some at the office, kept some at home. I remain to be a huge fan as I not only drink it with coffee now, I also have like a glass of it with Dessert, really? What are, yeah. the, what are the health benefits or the health drawbacks? Uh, I don't know. I think the benefits are that it's non-dairy, so it w- doesn't upset my stomach. And the, the drawbacks are that it's probably filled with carbs because it's blended up oats. Hmm. It's almost like the – it tastes like the milk left when you finish uh, like Rice Krispies or Cheerios or something. So Good it's milk. a little sweet but also kind of milky. It's there, a plant milk. Okay. Maybe I'll try it. There's, there's some here at the office. I just finished it. Good shit. <laughs> yeah. Very good shit. <laughs> but I did order six more. Good I'm shit. starting to resell it, which is sort of my, that's going to be my unsolicited advice next week. Because mm. on the website, it's- So yours is goatly.com. Yeah. On the, on the website, it's like $4, $5 a carton, and I'm going to start selling it for 8 outside that, of Blue How expensive is like a carton of milk? Uh, probably like two bucks. So it's double milk. Yeah, double milk, and then even a little more than um soy and almond. Um, but what can I say? Like you said, oat is the goat. Yeah. Uh, so that's my advice. Uh, and there's also chocolate oat milk that I don't like, but it's probably good if you like chocolate milk. Oh shit! I'm you like deep. chocolate milk? I assume. Uh, I it's been a, it's been a minute since I had it, but I did. I liked it as a youngin. Fuck it! I'm gonna get you. I'm good. I'm man. gonna get you 144 no, for totally your fucking don't. I don't. the the wedding thing. I don't definitely don't want 144 <laughs> cartons for my What's wedding your address. I'll send it I'm home and you can bring it to the wedding. I'm not gonna say my address on the podcast. It's, it's like two six six six, th- six yeah six six three Main Street Main Street and then zip code. I'm not gonna just. <laughs> I don't want people showing up at my 90241. Christ, Christ, this is ah uh, shit. You know what? They don't accept American Express. Do you have your Visa number on you? Yes, I'll tell you it after the sh- Just do it now, just because I'm on the, 394, I the page. 05, 394, 05, 05, 4, 06, 6, wait, slow down. 394. Th- three, 394. Four, yeah. Uh, this is my Amex or my Visa? V- visa. Okay. Well, the Visa, it's yeah. uh, 4797. 4797. 0044. 044. 1919. Slow down, because I'm missing some of the numbers. 1919. 1919. Say it clearly and loudly. 1919. 1001. <laughs> uh, expiration. Expiry at, at this. <laughs> if I say the expiry, people will really be able to steal my shit. Give me the month then, not the year. Oh nine. Oh nine. What's the year? Twenty two. Yeah. Twenty two. And then the little. Obviously, the last step is gonna, the security ID. the three digit code. Yeah. That. That, I'll, the three digit code. I'm going to hold up, hold up on my fingers. I cannot see it. Zero. Zero. Don't say. I need please two don't more say digits. the second and the third one. <laughs> all right. Okay. Got yeah, the first. Easy. Zero three. Don't. All right. I'm not going to tell you the last one. Because I won't I won't repeat it. I just it helps me write it down when I say it out loud. 4. All right, got it. I'll this bleep. Is, I'll bleep that part out. Please bleep that part out because this otherwise everyone's going to know this all This is of so weird. I'm sorry. What's your social security number? There's no way you need that. There's no way you need that for this order. What is and it? I'm not going to fucking reveal it. What's your social? 066 066, yeah. 19 oh, 19 <laughs> Three seven nine five. Three seven nine five. And I'm begging you. There is no oat milky piece of shit. <laughs> what the fuck? I just scammed you. At least edit this out I, of the podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right. Do you have anything to promote before we get back to the questions? Um, I I just want people to subscribe and listen to my D and D podcast. Because right. All I want to do is play D and D. So it'd be great if I. Uh, it was the number one podcast, Games and Hobbies podcast, on the Apple Store. Apparently, it was ahead of a uh, of another big podcast called Critical Role. That's pretty cray cray. So, if you like that podcast, you might like mine. Not another D and D podcast. Not another. D- Is it still number one in uh, Games and Hobbies? Uh, now it's fifth. Fuck. But it, tens of thousands of people listen to you play. It's not even playing. I'm going to call you out on that. It's not a, you're it's not pretending playing anything. It's yeah. pretending. You're doing make-believe. We pretend, me, me Murph, <laughs> Emily, and Caldwell pretended for six hours in the office the other night. Uh, <laughs> we, we played make-believe. And yeah. I'm not ashamed. Um, I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> I make-believe that I was a human man raised by dwarves. And Emily is... is an elf raised by a creek. And Caldwell this, is a tiny little uh, hobbit halfling man, and Murph <laughs> is our dungeon master. This was after a full day's work. You stayed afterward from six thirty until midnight, a little after midnight. Yeah, <laughs> after midnight. Yeah, and I should say this is on Valentine's Day. Like, of certainly you had plans. <laughs> oh, I did. And you what? Blew them off? Did you? I guess I didn't. Were lie. you able to phone, or would this Hardwin not have cell reception, so he couldn't make a call? Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been in the spirit of the make believe, right? So Hardwin, <laughs> Hardwin can't text. He has four axes, and that's all he has. So, he's got the great axe, the two throwing axes, and the pickaxe. So what you, does he do? How is he gonna <laughs> How is he gonna text his fiance and say that he's running late? This is you talking to her at night at one a.m. when she's at home, scared yeah. for you. What am I supposed to do? I mean, Hardwin had control of me. At a certain point, you just have to throw your hands up and wonder. I show up at Bestia. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a reservation for two under Surefoot. <laughs> Hard one. That's right. Hard one. Six foot six of muscle and beard. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a best buy.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: Really? Just give me a pound of pasta. Uh, all right. Listen to Not Another D&D Podcast. Preach. That's your unsolicited advice. Yeah. And your solicited advice. Very much so. Uh, all right. I got one. It's a 21-year-old female from Canada. Nice. Maybe she's in one of the cities that we're going to. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe she's in the Winter Olympics. Can you imagine that? What if it was Lindsay frickin' Vaughn? Let's call her Chloe Kim. <laughs> Chloe Kim writes, I'm a 21-year-old female from Canada, even though, yeah, you know, I have a major crush on one of my professors. Oh, yeah, she's from America. Yeah. I-, I wish I knew enough about the Olympics to know a Is Canadian. Is Lindsay Vaughn in No, she's American, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. I only support my country. I don't know any Canadian Uh figure skaters. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Oh, Delilah Gretzky. Nice. I'm a 21-year-old female from Canada, and I have a major crush on one of my professors. He's funny, handsome, and so smart. Now, I want to express my interest, but I'm not quite sure how to go about it. Sometimes I try to talk to him after class, but there are always other people around. Slash, we mostly talk about lecture material. I know he likes me as his student since I'm doing really well in his class, but how do I take it to the next level? One of my friends suggested I wear a low-cut top and accidentally have a nip slip during class, (laughs) but I don't think this is a good idea. What are your thoughts? P.S. He's in his mid-30s, if that's important. Hot! Uh, Uh, Thanks, love, Lindsay Vaughn slash Delilah Gretzky. She's going to go from talking to to him about... uh, Mater- like uh, test material, yeah. lecture material to uh, showing her nipple to him. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I I have a friend who's now a professor in Canada. Really? I emailed him and I'm like, is it legal for a professor and student to have relations? And he said in most major Canadian universities, it is legal. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it was for for whatever reason it felt like legally forbidden. But maybe I'm thinking of like other type of well, high school that was yeah that student teacher yeah but if what if the high schooler is 18 is that still illegal uh i don't know so all right F- just throwing it out there that it's not only legal but these both these people are of age that she's 21 she's 21 and he's thir- in his mid-30s professor lady has the hots on the prof what do you think is a good way to win over a professor. I think you have to wait till the end of the semester. Leave your number behind. Leave your number on the test. On like a, you just write him a note. Hey, thanks for being a great professor. If you ever want to get together, here's my number. Oh, that's cool. Just go for it. And what if your number ends in like ninety eight? And so you, at the top of the exam, you're like, my number is six zero one five nine, and then the the grade that I'm gonna get on this fucking.
1: Exam. Oh, nice. That's cool. and then he
0: gives you a sixty-four. <laughs> he can't <laughs> contact you because you got a D minus. <laughs> you're not intelligent, and your nipples were hanging out the whole time. <laughs> do you think uh, she has to do well in the class? Oh, do you think that helps or hurts? It probably. It, I mean, it would hurt if she was a terrible student, right? And he's a professor, right? And because like, he's dedicated in the materials, like you're, this like this subject sucks, but you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fancy myself an educated woman whatsoever and you've you've dedicated your life to academia. Right. Well we and should dedicated date. it to this one subject that you hate. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I teach uh teach religion and you yeah. think it's worthless. Yeah. So obviously match made in heaven. Yeah. But it's it's it sounds like if she stays after to talk to you about the lecture material, maybe she likes the shit. Yeah. This or awesome. maybe she just likes his shit yeah you should you should i would say probably wait until after class because otherwise it might seem like you're just trying to sleep your way to a better grade oh or i would think that he would also be like uh, i'm not interested i don't date students i because even if it's not illegal i it still feels morally wrong (laughs) yeah uh so maybe he has some kind of compass for that uh and then, like, if he says no, then it'd be kind of weird to go to class. Right. If he rejects you and then you're like, "I okay, unrelated, I have a question and about. And he's always, yeah, he's like grading your papers knowing that you made a pass at him. Or, <laughs> or as your friend advised, uh, you're, he's grading your papers knowing that you flashed him. <laughs> yeah. And then he has to pass you and you made it pass at him and it's probably too much. Mm-hmm. So you say wait until after class. Yeah. I, uh, I know I earned an A but give me that D. Oh, that's really good. That's good, right? <laughs> or you say, like, I know... And then it I, gives you a D. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't get what you meant, but if all right, you, here's your like, D. If you have small breasts, you could say, I... Um, <laughs> I, I earned I an see, A yeah, but now I'm going to gonna earn now now you just earned two A's. <laughs> <laughs> or it's... you could say that for any any size your breasts are, B's, C's, D's. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't work if they were like double. double yeah, so I here's earned a... two double D's. <laughs> yeah. And you give him a little battery, a, a D battery. Mm. So, but and then you, he'll be like, "What is this for?" And you will be like, "I think." you And know then he looks up, quite. and your boobs are out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you're holding so, a, rem- a remote control in one hand and a, a vibrator in another. And he's like, "You're under." Arrest. Am I then? For what? Because there, I can see there's a bomb in your backpack. Wow, big freaking deal. I also take electronics. Sorry, this isn't my only class. Question mark. Like, shit's weird in Canada. <laughs> I swear, that was verbatim probably something that <laughs> happened every day in the Yukon Territory. <laughs> They're so fucking back words up there. Come see us in Winnipeg, Pepeg, Calgary, Calgary, and Vancouver. Vancouver. And we'll tell you what it's fucking like in you the great white believe. north. Yeah, We were, we were doing a, a uh, interview to promote the Winnipeg show. And the person said, what do you know about Winnipeg? And we're like, ah, I, we heard that it's fun, but it's cold. He's like, yeah, it's pretty cold. It's uh, minus 30. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. And I looked and it was just minus 30 again. It's so cold Jesus Celsius Christ. that Fahrenheit begins to intersect with it again because it's so freezing at that point. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> minus so... 30. It's like, you, you want to bring like, you know, three layers on every part of your body. I don't have three layers for no. my... He's, he suggested packing snow pants. And like like a parka. A, I don't own either of those things. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get like a nice fall jacket and like keep my hands in my pockets. That's good. like It might be cold, but I'll be like... <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have one hand in my pocket because it's yeah. nice to have a latte with that kind of weather. Yeah, that's just cool. Like and a fucking like, cigarette. Fingerless club and, yeah. like, and a, just like a hot... Or I might even do iced coffee if and, that's... The, and yeah. I'll bring running shoes in case I want to do like a morning run that like wakes me up. Nice. Well, be sure to bring <laughs> shorts too because you might get hot. On the well, yeah, I'm going to bring compression pants, obviously, and then right. I'll wear shorts, shorts and then like uh, a beater. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, what, I can't say that anymore? You can. <laughs> I was going to pack a beater. <laughs> what? I, I feel like got, I'm under arrest I here. I think they're coming back. What? <laughs> Muscle shirts. <laughs> Ta- I can't even say tank tops anymore because all these hippies are anti-war. <laughs> and you're pro-war? <laughs> I don't know. I can't make an opinion. I'm pro mank What? Mank top. <laughs> What's that? That's a man tank top. <laughs> Is that a real thing or you just make it up? I think manks are a real thing. I might get a mank. Anyway, I'll wear a sleeveless compression pants, one shoe, <laughs> and crutches. And no fucking teeth. Because <laughs> I'm having them surgically removed to make my gums hot in Winnipeg. That's right. Um, either that or we'll just silently hope that by the time it reaches early May, temperatures will hit like at the very least zero. Mm-hmm. What's the coldest you've ever experienced? Fahrenheit. Um, Fahrenheit. I guess probably like negative 10 or something. Yeah. That's really fucking cold. This was colder than that. I'm actually pretty scared. We might have to freaking cancel. Are you? Don't <laughs> cry. Do not cry. Because <laughs> the tears, cold tears cold. will freeze in your eyes. You really shouldn't cry. Icicles on your cheeks. <laughs> uh, Alright. Well, that's it. Answered questions, promoted shows, talked about oat milk, and that's it. I feel like uh, the big three are, are, uh, are done. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to everyone who's written in that uh email address for not only theme songs, but um questions is if I were you show at gmail.com. Remember who wrote the opening one? Totally. It was so fun. Gustin. Gust. Uh and this closing one was a reggae song. Um hold. Oh yes. Um, who uh, it was described as Jazzy meets mrazzy. <laughs> So, Ooh, you're that is your favorite, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's written by a- Isaac Balson. So, thanks. Oh, the tune is on my interlude, it is an interlude song on my newest record, A Totally Real and Normal Podcast, which is based loosely on listening to the great podcast on Headgum. Hell yeah, thanks, Isaac. Uh, it'll be out on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. And there's a full movie on YouTube. This is a lot to unpackage, but thanks, Isaac, for writing it. Thanks to Justin for writing his song, and thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back as always next week, every Monday on the Monday, unless I won the lottery and you'll never fucking see me again. <laughs> How do you, you get rich, you wouldn't. I would say I wouldn't even say bye to you. I would leave a, th- a million dollars on your desk and take a shit on it. <laughs> Sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> you'll you'll miss me if I'm gone. <laughs> no, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll leave two million. <laughs> Let's see how you fucking react to that shit. So you're trying to get to a number that would make me sad. (laughs) 10 million and I'm diarying on your chair. (laughs) Fine, then I'd be sad and I'd miss you. 10 million? You'll give me 10 million dollars to miss you? I really fucking will. All right. Even if I win two. I'll scrape together the last date so you can go fuck yourself with <laughs> Take it. Take it from a loan shark <laughs> and hightail it out of here. Uh, bye, everybody. Now won't you listen to Jake and Amir? They'll be dishing out the have no fear. You're looking lost, but the question you just asked put yourself on a blast. So write your question to if power you, show that's Gmail, but you already know too long Wrap it up with the ball. now on with the show this episode is brought to you by viewers like you viewers like you but not you get it together folks that was a head podcast Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhard. And I'm Billy Brick. And welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre, from micro Japanese zombie movies, to Aaron Sorkin's award winners, to Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 rapture starring demi lovato and sean combs he would say it's demi lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world as sean combs plays his producer Uh, and they they have to do this in order to beat beat it beat beat the aliens it's not my best but you know (laughs) whatever that's the game yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so to become a member of lackluster video all you have to do is subscribe